0: Hello and welcome to the Going Up Cast, your weekly feel good podcast with a wrap up on Spider Man for the PS4, the start of a brand new audiobook adventure, the launch of the Going Up Cast store, and much more. I'm your host, Andrew Logan, and let's dive right into it. bit of a shorter episode this week it has been incredibly busy here at goingupcast.com of me getting a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes just created set up torn down ripped apart built back up again all sorts of crazy crap but we've got a lot of great topics for us to cover this week a lot of it's spider-man related who doesn't like spider-man but i'm gonna not waste any more of your time let's just get right into the podcast Right at the top of the episode, I wanted to give you guys a quick rundown of all the things that are going on behind the scenes here at castcom First and foremost, there have been several changes to the Patreon page. Now if you visited the Patreon page, you would have seen quite a few tiers and rewards of varying structures and prices. Now, there are only two tiers on Patreon. There is a $1 tier, which gets your name on the list on goingcast.com forward slash Patreon for the supporters and all that stuff. Uh, It also lets me know that you like what I'm doing and want me to keep doing it, which is awesome, awesome, thank you very much. then the second tier is the $5 tier, and that gives you your name on the wall on the goingcast.com forward slash Patreon, knowing everybody that you are now a Patreon supporter. And... The access to the monthly private live streams that only Patreon supporters have access to. And that is it. Those are the only two tiers on Patreon anymore. Naturally, if you feel so inclined and really enjoy my stuff, you can donate more than either of those amounts. Uh, but know that you never need to. It just lets me know that you like what I'm doing. And it does a little stuff for, you know, supporting the the website and keeping the domains up and all that fun stuff. It just helps the podcast get its feet under it. And now, all of those things that were previously constructing the higher-up Patreon tiers can be found at GoAmCast.com forward slash store. That's right, we've got an online storefront right now. Basically, it's got two things on there, and I'm going to quickly describe what those two things are. Number one, you will find a button that says Personal Recordings. And basically what that is, is if there is a piece of literature or pretty much anything that you want me to read in my classic audiobook style, you can choose from the list that has been provided for you underneath personal recordings uh, based on the length of the piece of literature you wish me to read. You can choose the one that is as close to it as it could possibly get. And then from there, I will get all the information needed to read the book. I'll read the book and I'll send it off to you within a certain amount of time. Naturally, if it's a shorter piece of uh, work, then it will take me less time. But you can see that I'm willing to read things up to over a thousand pages. Naturally, it is not an inexpensive thing to invest in such a monumental reading. And please be aware that anything that large would take me an incredible amount of time to read. But rest assured, I will read it and I will send it to you. And I hope you all enjoy all the personal readings and stuff. And it could be anything. It doesn't have to be a book. Um, It could be uh, fan fiction. It could be something that you wrote. Um, I know a lot of people are really interested in that of me reading personal things that they've they've written. So I'm absolutely down to doing that. And yeah, um everything will be done on a uh, first come first serve basis. So if you want something read quickly, you know, you may want to get in there uh, pretty soon because you know, it could pile up and there might be a backlog. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea how this is gonna go down, but that's all there for you guys to just peruse. Um, hopefully it all makes sense. Uh, if the pricing and things don't make sense, or if you have any questions, please feel free to email me. Go to cast at gmail.com, and I will do my best to accommodate everybody who is curious about the services I provide with reading audiobooks. And the second thing you'll find on going forward slash uh, store is a button that says mystery book. Now, I thought about this last night. I, like, I came up with it, and I was like, oh my god, this is brilliant. So, it is not like saying that I will give you... like mystery book doesn't mean it's gonna be like a Sherlock Holmes you know like Who Done It mystery book it means that for $9.99 you will be sent a random piece of literature and it could be anything it could be anything this is the beauty of the format because it's just like you could get just as some examples off the top of my head you could get like a, like a short story just straight-up short story here's the whole thing like um Uh, I'll I'll tell you that one of the things you could possibly get, I have the giant compendium of Lovecraft stories behind me. Maybe that's it. (laughs) Or you could get me reading the ingredients label off the back of a piece of food. It could be anything. If it piques my interests, it's in the mystery book pool. And the idea behind the mystery book is that you will never get the same book twice. So I'm going to keep very careful notes on every mystery book I send out. And it will always be something new. And don't worry about the fact that, like, you know, if I was to say I only had ten mystery books recorded right now, and you bought it eleven times, like, you're not gonna get a refund back to you. I will crank out a new book right then and there just for that purpose. Like, there will always be something new in the mystery book section. And I'm I love that sort of shit. Um, it will it will always be something new and different in the over in the mystery books. And it's only nine ninety nine, so you know. If you don't know what you want, and you just want some random crap, well, click the mystery book option, roll the dice, and see what you get. Because it could be fucking anything. And I recorded a bunch of them last night, and holy shit, that was fun. This was just a ton of fun. So, there you go. And I think that's it. There's is the new online store. Uh, it went live today. You can go look at the items there at goingcast.com forward slash store. And you can visit the Patreon. That now only has the two tiers. Um, there's a couple of goals on Patreon as well, but those will still be funded through the uh through the Patreon. Just, you know, uh slowly but surely we'll get there one day, kind of things. And yeah, I'm very excited about these new these new items that going cast is. Uh, been able to provide for you all I will do I will let you know right now there will be physical items on the store Eventually, I just need a workshop how I want to do that Like um, if I get t-shirts or mugs, I'm gonna have to hire somebody to design art for me Um, I'm gonna have to figure out how I want to do like the shirts and stuff Probably the best way to do it will be I present the item to you um, as like a pre-order we run the pre-order for a couple of weeks Once all the orders have been placed, we then buy the things and then I'll send them out to you. That's probably the best plan to do it because I currently don't have the facilities to store massive amounts of merch, nor the time to personally ship it. So there will be physical stuff later on. If there's anything you guys absolutely want or think would be very cool to have on the store, please email me at gonecast at gmail.com. We can keep it going, keep it populated. Um, I'm going to keep it digital for right now for ease, you know, and plus. You don't have to worry about, like, waiting in the mail and stuff like that, or it won't get lost in the mail because I'm going to email it straight to you. So you'll get it all done and there. And Anyway, let's move on to the next thing in the podcast. Another week, another start of a brand new Harry Potter book. Yes, that's right, I'm starting book five this week, three brand new chapters come out tomorrow night, Wednesday night around eight o'clock, and oh boy, book five, I'm so fucking excited about book five, it's got one of the greatest literary villains of all time, Ron Weasley, it's got one of my least favorite characters of all time, Ron Weasley, and it's the longest book in the franchise, which means we're going to be hanging out with it for a while. But. To start it off, we've got the first three chapters. Chapter 1, Dudley Demented. Chapter 2, A Pack of Owls. And Chapter 3, The Advanced God. And of course, today's moment of the audiobook that I want to call special attention to is JK's inability to let shit go and having to put that magical stamp on fucking everything. Let's take a listen. Well, it's no good crying over a spilled potion, I suppose. But the cat's, um... But the cat's among the pixies now. What the fuck are these ridiculous sayings? What, do they not have milk in the magical world? There's no good scrawling over spilled potion. You don't have to make everything magical related, J.K. Rowling. You can let some things fucking slide. They still drink milk. I would have even been slightly okay with, you know, you don't go no good crying over spilled polyjuice potion. You know? Of course, this is the magical world, and you can fix things like that. You can fix spills with magic. So... You're right. There is no good crying over it because you can just fix it with magic. Can't do that in our world. No good crying over spilled milk. Shit's in the the carpet, in your nice wooden table. Gotta get some paper towels or a sponge, or a a shamwow. <laughs> shamwow. Uh, that guy got got thrown in jail for being a douche. And right. well, also, what's the the cats among the pixies now? What the hell does that what is that supposed to be? What is that a magical like spin on? The Cats Among the Pixies now. I don't I don't have a clue on that one. Three brand new chapters of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix is read by me. Go live every Wednesday around eight o'clock, and you can find them all, including the previous four books. Gohamcast.com forward slash audiobook. And if there is a book or a piece of literature that you want me to read, well, go to goamcast.com forward slash store. Find that variant that suits your needs and hit me up. I will read it and send it to you in an amount of time <laughs> that, that will be determined based on the length of the reading. Let's move on to the next thing of the podcast. So a while ago, you guys may remember I was talking about the brand new, at the time, PlayStation 4 game known as Spider-Man. And I have now just finished playing the final DLC for Spider-Man: Silver Linings. I never spoke about the second DLC either, but I thought I'd talk about the entire package as a uh, as a one shot deal. Just as you know, a reminder of the first episode, which I've already speak, spoken about, and whether or not I thought that these uh, three DLCs were worth the money or the time. And I would say that on the whole, yeah, they're definitely worth the time and the money. Uh, these particular DLC. Chapters have been some of the finest expansion material I've seen in a video game in some time. I particularly enjoyed the cast of characters. Uh, having the first episode focused primarily upon Black Cat, who was always one of my favorite um, Spider-Man characters, was... Very awesome. And then from that episode where it kind of builds up the Maja Mafia family and the mob bosses and stuff like that, it slowly but surely introduces the character of Hammerhead who becomes the overall villain for the three DLC arcs. They are jam-packed full of side content. Um, I am not a particular fan of the Screwball Challenges, which are pretty ever present in all three dlcs but there are new um uh like warehouse uh, wave survival challenges peppered all over the city um in all three of them all three challenge dlcs come with those challenges which are like for me the side content is is hit or miss um, with this game in particular, I was very story driven. Anything that gave me lore or backstory, which I suppose a lot of the, um, the survival wave warehouse challenges do in the form of conversations with Mary Jane and stuff like that. So there is lore to be gained there, I suppose. Um, but for me what really always piqued my interest were things like um, in DLC three, there is a, a like a, a trail of um, police reports on like grisly murder scenes that leads you to um, the the end of a particular character arc across the DLCs, and I loved that side quest or collecting the backpacks in the original game and stuff like that. Very very cool. It's it's interesting to me because I'm looking at the story of the DLC, which was phenomenal. And I'm seeing changes made to a lot of characters. There's progression with Mary Jane's story. There's progression with Miles' uh, story. There's progression with Yuri. There's progression with uh, Silver Sable. There's progression with Black Cat. All these characters have... have their, their stories have evolved and progressed with the DLC. And now I'm like, does this mean we're getting more Spider-Man DLC next year? Or this year, rather? Or are they going to save these stories that they've been building for the second Spider-Man game? And I've briefly spoke about the second Spider-Man game before. Um, it's all but guaranteed at this point. I believe the first Spider-Man game was too well-received and too, like, successful financially for them to not even consider doing a second one. And with these story threads left unfinished, like, at the very end of Spider-Man, there was the whole thing with, um... With, a uh, fucking... What's-his-face? Um... Uh, Harry, Harry Osborne. Um, There's there that whole chain of events that isn't um, wrapped up in a nice, neat little package. There's, you know, Miles Morales becoming uh, Spider Man. There's all the shit with Silver Sable and her home country's Civil War. There's Yuri Watanabe story. There's a whole mess of shit that has been left open and unsolved and unresolved. And I believe that this is going to more or less be the focus. For the second game, I don't think it's going to be the focus of more DLC. We are supposedly still getting updates and stuff like that. There was a big fin- Fantastic Four um, teaser a little while back. A lot of people are pretty confident it's just a suit, um, which is fine. You know, I'm always a big fan of more suits. They added the Sam Raimi Spider-Man suit uh, to the game, which is just called Webbed suit, I believe, in the in the game. But we all know what it is. And it looks pretty cool. Of course, I've played pretty much the entire game with the default white spider suit because I love that design. And I'm like, I'm used to this now. And if I was to change it to any other suit, it'd look weird in cutscenes. So there you go. Yeah, I would say um, like in terms of how much is stuffed into this DLC, how much story, like legitimately awesome story there is in the DLC. It's absolutely worth it. Um, The DLC is right up there in my head next to... um, This is going to sound weird, but in the Alpha Sapphire Omega Ruby Pokemon games, there was this episode after the main game called Delta Emerald that had some of the best storytelling in any Pokemon game. It kind of reminds me of that, where it's like... I mean, with Delta Emerald, it was built into the game. and You didn't have to pay for it. But it was like this fun extra thing that I wasn't expecting it to be that level of storytelling when I had just beaten the main game. And I feel the same thing with Spider-Man here. I wasn't expecting to enjoy the story as much as I did with the, with the DLC. So hats off to Insomniac Games on pretty much nailing it. And I cannot wait to see what kind of Spider-Man shit they come out with later on down the pipeline. But if you are on the fence... I can't recommend it highly enough for you to go check out the Spider-Man DLC. It is all very good. I would say if you were to play all of them to completion, it would take you many, many tens of hours. Um, Just plowing through the main storyline, you could probably polish off all three DLCs in a 10 to 15 hour period. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, I imagine if you don't die, you could probably do a lot faster. But I will readily say that some of those fights in that third DLC were fucking bullshit. They were horseshit. I eventually did beat all of them. Naturally I did beat the DLCs. I got to the final fight which was a lot of fun. That was actually probably the easiest fight in the game but whatever. Um, Just those waves of waves of enemies where they just hit you like one after the other leaving you absolutely no time to dodge which means if you get hit once you're basically dead Uh, because the rest of them are going to all hit you like immediately, perfect, frame by frame afterwards, and there's no chance of recovery or getting the fuck out of there, but whatever, I'm not bitter about it, I beat the DLC so, you know, there it is and uh, on that note, I think I will move on to the next thing in the podcast This week, for Songs of the Week, we've got two songs that both have a lot of nostalgia value for me because of where I was when I first was introduced to these bands, certain albums that they released throughout certain times of my life, so on and so forth. So the first one I'm going to talk about is, naturally, it's the cover. I actually recorded two songs off of this album for covers, but I'll talk about the other one later on. And the first one I want to talk about is, it's called Rock Show by Hailstorm off of their second album, The Strange Case Of, released April 10th, 2012, which was the summer before I went off to college. Now, Rock Show is, for me, um, embodies the spirit of being right up against the stage, Your your head is banging, your fist is pumping, you're shouting the lyrics of whatever concert you're at the electricity of the crowd the the power of the the lyrics and the music just pounding through you it's really embodied well in this song and that's the purpose of the song it's all about just feeling the music and being in the moment and i love it because i relate to it so heavily because I was that was me for the longest time and still is whenever i go to a concert i still love that feeling and that rush that you get from being a part of the crowd and everybody's singing the same song you are, and it's odd. Oh, it's so good, it's such a great feeling. Um yeah, so I got a got a little bit of a snippet here. Um just uh, just a quick note: this song was recorded after like a string of covers, so vocally it's bitter all over the place. Um, but hopefully, uh hopefully this segment of the song does the song Justice Here's Rock Show by Hailstorm. This goes out to anyone whose heartbeats like a kick drum. when a bitch and riff comes goes away to every line, every time and you know you gotta go and get some, get on find yourself And the next song is about as personal a band as it's possible for me to have. The first album that this band ever came out with was released right at the start of my freshman year of college. It was the soundtrack for my first year of college where I was <laughs> I was pretty wallflowery and insular. I guess would be would be the terminology. Right then I was starting my YouTube channel. I was creating, I think at the in the first month of YouTube I was doing something like two or three videos a day. Like that's just what I did. And I did that for all of college basically. I made YouTube videos, but that was the start of it. And so this this particular band like is whenever I hear that band, I'm just brought right the fuck back to those early days of me creating stuff for the internet. And that band is Area 11. And uh, they are, I would say, a pretty small band. I doubt many people out there have heard of Area 11. Um, but for me, it's just, it's pure nostalgia. Um, vocally, it's, it's very different. Uh, if you're not used to the way they sound, then I can see it being an issue for some people. But they recently dropped a new song the other day called Curtain Fall, um, which I actually found to be pretty uplifting in terms of message there at the end of the song. And I really enjoyed it. I felt like it was pretty pretty uh, representative of their sound that they've been cultivating for the last oh so many years. Um, actually, they've been cultivating this shit for like seven years, because that's when I was in college. So Jesus, this is a long time ago. Uh, yeah, but it is on Spotify, and the way they're releasing music now is like once a month they come out with a new song. Um, through their Patreon and stuff like that and I was like, oh, that's a way. That's an interesting way to do it and I really dug this song so I wanted to share it with y'all it's called Fall, Area 11 it's not off any album because it's just kind of a, a singular thing that it might be on an album later on um, I actually messaged the lead singer and he at first said, no, it's not going to be on an album but it could be so the possibilities there I guess we'll just have to wait and see but yeah, Area 11, check them out the, most of the entire first album is songs based off of animes so, if you're an anime nerd, well, you might enjoy this music, including "Heaven-Piercing Giga Drill," which was based off of Guren Logan. And there's actually a all right, quick side note. I'm gonna fucking name drop here a little bit. Quick side note: um, There's a version of that song that I think is on Spotify. You might hear some typing because I'm about to fucking pull them up and check to see if it's on Spotify. Area Eleven. Do um, do do do. There's a version of that song where there is uh, gang vocals towards. Yeah, here it is. So um, in 2013, if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, there's an EP called "Heaven Piercing Giga Drill." That version of the song had um, the ability for fans to send in um, singing the chorus, and I'm actually one of the voices in that version of the song. So if you want to hear what you know, six year old, six years ago me sounds like, well, I'm on uh, "Heaven Piercing Giga Drill." Um, I I can <laughs> I can hear my voice so clearly because I remember how I sang it and it's right there in the middle and it's just like yep that's me that's me for sure on that song. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's it's they're, they're a great fucking band, great fucking band. So yeah, go check out Area Eleven, go check out Hailstorm. All these things can be found on goingupcast.com forward slash songs, and you will find the entire Spotify playlist right there and you can listen in browser. You don't need to be on Spotify to do it. Isn't that nice? Let's move on to the next thing in So based off of my love of the Spider-Verse movie, I actually, for the first time in oh god years, years, um, bought some graphic novel volumes. Oh well, I suppose I did get the Critical Role graphic novel, didn't I? Oh, and I also got the the Dark Knight Metal thing. Okay, so not years, like months, I guess. Um, I got I got me the first two volumes of Spider-Gwen. Um, and you may remember I was talking about Spider Verse, and I'm like, her name better not be fucking Spider Gwen in this in this fucking series. And it's not. She is Spider Woman, uh, but we know her as Spider Gwen. I'm act- I'm actively like flipping through the volume right now. Uh, I believe it started in 2016. When did this begin? Uh, scanning, 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 scanning. Fuck, it was some years ago. Uh, oh, 2015. Uh, it started in 2015, and. The volumes are... It's like this first volume is... uh, Volumes 1 to 6, I think. Um, It's actually uh, volume 0, which I thought was dumb, but, you know, whatever. So I've got that, and I'm flipping through it right now. And big changes to the fucking Spider-Man lore in this book. Number 1, Gwen's in a band uh, with Mary Jane as the lead singer. It's called The Mary Janes. So there's that. Her best friend is Peter Parker. Who, it looks like, gives himself the lizard formula and dies in the process? Um, is what it looks like. It's pretty interesting. Um, I feel like I'm missing, like... uh, Watch Jigger. I'm missing issues of the comic or something like that. And I don't think that's the case. Vulture looks fucking weird. Captain America's a black woman. Um, it's... It's kind of all over the place. I think that's on May. Um, weird. I'm just looking through it. Uh, so... It, it looks pretty good so far, and I'm very excited to read it. Uh, I, I really loved the, the idea of uh, the best friend Peter being the lizard and Gwen having to like bring him down because he's a monster, but it's like, oh, you had to take out your best friend. Ah, oh, it sucks. So I love that dynamic. And I think the character on Gwen is pretty well represented in the Spider-Verse movie, Um, similar mannerisms and stuff like that. Um, even though I personally prefer the... The look of Gwen in the movie with the with the shaved side head, I thought that was a really, really cool art, artistic design. That was built well from the interaction she had with Miles, like it all worked out and all was great and I loved it. So That is what I'm reading right now. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take some time, read volumes zero and one. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get the rest of them. I think there's six, there's six volumes or seven, I suppose, if you include volume zero, which you should because that's where the story starts. So, yeah, I'm going to gonna take a look at that. But if you guys know of any fucking Spider-Man comics that you think I should read, like really impactful ones, um, I, I am aware of a couple of them. I know Spider-Man Reigns, like R-E-I-G-N-S, Spider-Man Reigns, where it's, it's about like Peter, like 60 years in the future, thinking back over his past and realizing that he actually killed Mary Jane, his wife, because of the radioactive qualities of his <clears throat> um, spider webbing. If you know what I'm talking about, over years of exposure, she actually contracted cancer and died because of it, um, which is out of context. Pretty fricking like, what the hell? Who came up with that? Anyway, it's um, I thought it was funny, but it's actually a very sad, sad story of uh, depression. The list. Anyway, I'm not gonna read that one, but <laughs> I might read some other ones. Uh, it's a fun medium. I do enjoy it. It would be pretty weird in an audio. Styling, like for example, all right, Spider Gwen, issue one, most wanted. Uh, The first panel (laughs) shows us what looks like a school, along with some lyrics to a song called Face It, Tiger. That'd be that basically be what it is. And I'm like, oh, and this panel, she's fighting a dude, and it's like, so I don't know. That could be, oh god, I dropped it. It could be fun. Could be fun. I don't know. It's something to think about for the future times, but maybe another day. But yeah, that's what I'm reading right now. What are you guys reading? What's going on in your literary lives? Love to hear about it. Send me an email at gmail.com But for now, let's move on to the next thing in the podcast. finally, this week, I wanted to let you guys know when the next Patreon livestream is going to be, it will be on February 10th, I will do a bunch of games, not really sure at this moment in time, but... Who knows, it is right around Valentine's Day, so maybe I'll just do a bunch of visual novels and dating sims. Uh, I doubt it, but you never know. You never know what you're going to get over there, and if you want to watch that live stream, you go to patreon.com, become a $5 supporter, and you'll get access to the monthly live streams, which will be on February 10th. And I think I'm going to have a new webcam by then, because I'm really freaking frustrated with my current webcam, and I want a new one, so I think I might just splurge and get me a new webcam, and I'll be crystal clear in my pictures and all that stuff, and it'll just be a grand old time. I want to thank you all very much for listening to this episode of the Going Upcast. Be sure to check out goingupcast.com forward slash store for all of the fun new things that are there, including personal recordings and the mystery book. And if you guys want to see anything on the store that's currently not up there, please email me at, at gmail.com and I will do my best to make it fucking happen. That's what we do. We make dreams come true here at Goingcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you all next week and tomorrow night for Harry Potter Chapters, Book 5 Begins. Have a wonderful week, everybody, and I'll catch you next time. Talk to you later.